Hey, you guys. I love you guys. Wow, that's awesome. Um, today is just, uh, it's, it is a special day to be in the house of the Lord with you guys at Christmas time. It's just extended family. I just, just love you guys so much, and I just, uh, um, it just touches my heart to be with you guys and to hug you guys and to, to be with you and speak to you this time of year. Pastor, it's just, our extended family is just, uh, I don't know, there's just a closeness that I, that I love about us, and uh, it just, just blesses my heart. I just want you all to know that, that you, I treasure each and every one of you with everything that I've got, and I just want you to know that. Um, you know, this is a time of year that, that uh, we talk about Jesus. Um, we talk about Jesus coming down from, from heaven where he could have stayed, and and God sending him down to be born of a virgin Mary and to um to lead the life that he led and to um eventually end him back up in heaven on the throne. It was a journey that he took. His journey began in heaven. He came down to earth as a baby and he grew and he grew. Then after thirty three years he died on a cross and he went to heaven. And made a place for us. So that where he is, we can be also. I just, the message that the Lord gave me is a little bit untraditional for Christmas. It's kind of like a um, Christmas slash Easter message. Um, but, uh, you know, who am I to question the Lord? I can't do that. You know, sometimes we want to do that as preachers. We want to, like, Lord, is this really what you want me to preach? But um, he does. So let's pray. Jesus, Father, Lord, we love you. God, we thank you, God, for sending your son to earth to be born. Father, Lord, God, for us, Lord, and everything that he did for us and you've done for us, Father, Lord, is just, uh, we love you. It's amazing. And, uh, and God, we just... Uh, I just want this word to come forth the way that you mean it to come forth, Father, Lord God, and uh, let it speak to someone, Father, Lord. If not here, God, online, Lord, just uh, I know your, vo- your word will not go out void, Lord, and I just uh, I just for your presence right now and your love, Father God, and I thank you for it. My main message through this is about Christmas and about the birth of Mary, but God said, when he's speaking to me, he said, why Why did he come? Why did I send you that baby boy in the manger to be born? And uh, that's kind of what he wanted me to focus on. And uh, um, Luke 2, 11, for there, is this, for there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ for the, Christ the Lord. He sent him because we need a Savior. Earth was bound to sin after everything that went on in the garden and sin forever, forevermore after that. And uh, uh, God loved us so much that he, that he had a way for us to, to be eternally living with him. I'm, I'm kind of stuttery this morning. I don't know what's going on. I'm not nervous, but um, um, because we were so in need, he loved us so much that, that the first step of our reconciliation with Christ 
was Jesus being born in a manger and going on living his life to die on a cross for us. Um, so uh, he just he sent him down because we need a Savior, because he loved us that much. John 6.38 says, For I have come down from heaven not to do my own will, but the will of him who sent me. See, the will of God is everything he desires to happen in heaven and in earth. His will is for every one of us to come to repentance and give our lives to him and live eternally with him in heaven. That's the will of the Father. The will of the Father is that none should perish. That's why Jesus come down as a baby. So none of us would have the chance to not perish. He doesn't want nobody to go to hell. He loves us all individually just as much as he loves anybody. He doesn't love one person more than another. He didn't uh, die on a cross but give a certain group of people a chance at salvation. He didn't die just for the highly, the rich, and the exalted so he could take them to heaven to live the way they want to comfortably with all the jewels and all the gold and everything in heaven, but he died for the... He died for the little one that's got Alzheimer's. I mean, the old man that's got Alzheimer's or the little ones has got CP. He died so we could all go to heaven. He wasn't, Jesus does not discriminate when it comes to salvation and his love. It's, it's widespread. It's for everybody. This is, uh, reiterating what I'm already saying. First Timothy 1.15. This is a faithful saying and worthy of all acceptance that Christ came into the world to save sinners of who I am chief. And that was the Apostle Paul. We look at all the good that he done, all the harm that he done while he was still Saul. He knew who he was as a man. And we we know who we are as a man. Even for Christians, we know that our sinful flesh is always after us and seeking us out to do to do bad, to do not good things, to not be Christian-like, to to lose our testimony. And um, but God came to save the sinners. Just think, when we get to heaven, we won't have to worry about bad thoughts anymore. We won't have to worry about about somebody hurting our feelings. We won't have to worry about uh, finances. We won't have to worry about anything the earthly that consists of flesh, the fleshly needs, the fleshly hurts, the fleshly pains, the fleshly. Um, fights and arguments, it's, it'll be all over with. He's prepared us a beautiful place, and the first step in that was God seeing us as he loves us and sending his son to be born of that virgin. John twelve forty six. I have come as a light into the world, that whoever believes in me should not abide in darkness. You see, when you bring light into the darkness, it changes everything. The world was dark. Sin, so when sin abounds, there's darkness in the land. But you know that when the light appears into the darkness, it changes everything. There's a new, it brings hope. It brings, it can bring conviction. It can bring, um, a change of thoughts because the light is Jesus. And when Jesus is, enters the scene anywhere that he's at, he can change things, especially when when you live in darkness so long and you see get a glimmer of the light of Christ. 
a lot of times, a lot of people like us, every one of us was drawn to that light. And that's why the little baby came to earth, so he could draw us. He said, I will draw all men unto me, lift Jesus higher, lift Jesus higher, lift him up for the world to see. He said, if I be high and lifted up, I will draw all men to me. So I just thank Jesus for this. John eighteen thirty seven. Pilate therefore said to him, Are you a king then? Jesus answered, You say rightly that I am a king. For this cause I was born. Why did Jesus come? For this cause, that he could be king. And for this cause that I come in the world, that I should bear witness to the truth. Everyone who is of the truth hears my voice. Jesus come to share the truth. The truth is that 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 the uh, he is the son, um, he is the king of kings and lord of lords, that uh, uh, God is still in, in heaven, but uh, he is the king and he is the lord of lords, and uh, he come to rule over the earth and to bring his love and to bring everything that he has to, he bring to, I think I've got another uh, one that says, he come to bring sinners to repentance, he come to die, he come so that we might live. I just want to thank him for it. Bear witness to the truth. That's what he done. That's why he came, to bear witness to the truth. You know, I've, I've got more, a few more of these I want to go over, but there's, when in my searches and studies, there were so many reasons that he came that I was shocked. I, I thought I knew, but until I, until I studied and learned and, and read about it, I'd have no idea what all he came to do and why he was here. And uh, it was a very powerful study to me. It really, it really, I felt like draw me, drew me closer to him. And see, that's what the word of God does in our life. When we study the word and, and we have fellowship with him, it draws us closer to him. And the closer we are to him, the more we desire him and want to be like him. John 1, 14. And the word became flesh and dwelt among us. And we beheld his glory as the glory of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. In the beginning was, I might get this wrong. In the beginning was the word, the word was with God, and the word was God. Okay. So he, he came to reveal God's glory. People didn't really understand the glory of God, and he wanted to introduce people to God, his Father, and tell them how wonderful he is. And how much he loves him that he came down to do the Father's will. That's why Jesus came to do the will of the Father, as I said earlier. And what is the will of the Father, I said, that everyone would get saved. That no one would die. That's why he sent that baby to be born. He needed to go through the process that he went through, the journey that he had to start walking. As soon as he, as soon as he was able, I mean, when he was 12, he went missing and... Uh, they went back and they found him preaching in the temple. And he said, what are, they said, what are you doing, Jesus? He said, don't you know I must be about my father's business? See, he, he knew his path. He knew who he was. Even as a child, he knew he was, he knew he was the king of kings and lord of lords. And so he done what he had to do. He, that was a huge lesson to people if they got it to Mary and Joseph, to the rest of the people, and the ones that he was preaching to that was astounded by the knowledge that he had. 
that to me would be a very indication that this man later on would be who he said he is, and people would not doubt his word, but um, but they do, as you know. Isaiah 9, 6 and 7. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government will be up on his shoulder, and his name will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government of peace there will be no end. Upon the throne of David and over his kingdom to order it and to establish it with the judgment and justice from that time forward, even forever, the zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. Hallelujah. I'm just thinking about all the many names of Jesus. I've got a list somewhere, and it's just an endless name, but every one of them has a special meaning. And uh, But to me, the best one is just Jesus. Just speaking the name of Jesus is, it can change. It can change the setting in a room. You can go in a room and um, just speak the word of Jesus and say, Jesus, 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 and it can change things. I know there was a, um, a musician, an artist named Ron Cannoli. Uh, Ryan might know who he is. No, he's awesome. You need to listen to some of his music. Um, he had a plane crash with his son, and they was in the upside down in the plane, and they couldn't get loose. He said, I didn't know what else to do. He said, I couldn't pray. I was too scared. He said, all I could do was call out the name of Jesus. He said, that's all I could do was call out his name. And he said, and we were set free. The, the belts broke, the seat belts. They were able to get loose simply just because he hollered out, hollered out from within the name of Jesus. See, that's how much power is in the name of Jesus. When you say holler out Jesus when, and in your spirit and from your heart, knowing who he is and what he can do for us, it's life-changing. And sometimes we just misuse it. The name of Jesus to a lot of people is, I say this a lot because I hate I hate catchphrases that, that people are drawn into, but it's a catchphrase for some people, you know, like, oh, Jesus does this, or oh, hallelujah, thank you, Jesus, or there's different ways they use it. That's What I'm saying is from the flesh. They don't use it from the spiritual sense of who Jesus is. It's just a, a name that they use for certain occasions or to make a point or, or whatever, but my point is, if you call upon the name of Jesus and know Jesus for who he is, it's life-changing. It's life-changing, Pastor. This, uh, when the Lord gave me this, the first thing that he gave me was the old song, Because He Lives. And I went through and I read the lyrics again on it, and it just, it just floored me. When I asked, when God tell me that, why, when God spoke to me, why did I send my son? And then he gave me this song. God sent his son, and they called him Jesus. He came to love. He came to heal, and he came to forgive. He bled and died to buy my pardon, Eddie. An empty grave is there to prove my Savior lives. Hallelujah. And and because he lives, because Jesus sent that baby down to be born of that virgin, we can face tomorrow, we can face anything when we have Jesus in our lives. 
Our fear is gone. It should be gone because we have Jesus. Because he, we know that he loves us and who he is in our lives. The fear should be wiped away. And we know that he holds our future. Because when we give our life to him, we, in his word he says, I'm going to prepare a place for you. You give your life to me and you're coming to heaven for eternity with us. We don't have to doubt. We don't have to fear about everything that's going on in the world right now. It's so bad out there. And we wonder how much bad is, worse is it going to be before he comes. And, and sometimes we can even find ourselves getting a little bit uh, scared or, or frightened with everything going on in the world. Like, when is it going to be us? When is it going to be the United States? But we don't have to go through all that because we have a home in heaven. It doesn't matter what happens to us here. We know where we're going and we should be just joyful and we should be looking forward to the day that Jesus comes back and calls us home to be with him and forget about the other stuff. That's why he sent that little baby to be born. It's the progression of who Jesus was and who he is and how we have progressed in our lives once we got saved and we've, we've learned about him. We prayed to him. We discussed him. We, we search out the scriptures and we get closer and closer to him. And the closer we get, the more assurance that we have that his word is true. And his word said he's going to prepare a place for me. And I know that's where I'm going. If I walk out this door and have a heart attack, I know that's where I'm going to be. Life is worth the living because he lives. Oh, hallelujah. And then it says, and then one day I'll cross the river and I'll fight life's final war of pain. And then as death gives way to victory, oh, wait till we see the lights of glory and we'll know that he reigns. Hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. Oh, thank you, Father. Lord, I love you. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Thank you, Jesus, for what you've done for us, Father God. Thank you for sending your son, Lord. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Jesus, for dying on the cross for us. We thank you, Jesus, for healing our spirits, for healing our, our flesh and taking our sins away, Father God. Lord, we praise you. Hallelujah. Glory be to the Son of God. And then death gives way to victory. We'll see the lights of glory, and we know he reigns. I said that again. And because he lives, we can face tomorrow. No matter how bad it is today, and no matter if we think it's going to be worse tomorrow, we can face it. We need to walk straight into it with faith in Jesus and hope over his coming and everything that he's done for us, knowing that we are victorious over every situation that, that, that uh, might present itself to us. We don't have to back down. We don't have to be afraid. We just need to holler out, Jesus, and he will be there. He's on the scene with us. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Because he lives, I can face tomorrow. Because he lives, all fear is gone. Ryan, you can come on up if you got something. Because we know he holds the future. Is, is your life worth, worth living to you because you know Jesus? It's worth living, isn't it? Have you ever regretted anybody, ever regretted getting saved and living for Jesus? No, we don't regret it, do we? Once, once we realize who he is and what, and what we've got in him, we will have something we will never regret. We've got regrets in our lives, things we did before we was uh, Christians, before we knew Jesus that we regret. Yeah, I've got a bunch of them of things I regret. But I don't, one thing I don't regret is giving my life to Jesus. And I'll take that with me. 
And life is worth the living once again just because he lives. Hallelujah, he lives. Hallelujah, praise God. Because he lives, we can have hope. Because he lives, we can have joy. Because he lives, we can have peace. Because he lives, we can have happiness. If there's anything else that you just think about it, there's other things that you can add to this list if you just uh, dwell on it because we know that he's done things for us. Uh, he set you free. We, we know that you can have um, health. We know that you can have uh, all your needs supplied. Not all you want, but he, God, we know that he will supply our needs because he lives. Hallelujah. Eddie, I told you that this was going to be a really simple message, but the Lord had other plans. I thought I was going to get up here and just a simple little talk and just flow right in out of here into Christmas. But when God speaks, you listen. When a God anoints his, his speaker, his minister, things change in us. We're just like you. When God is on the scene with us, and I give my voice, and I give my thoughts, and I give my all my breath and all my air to speak his words, it comes from him. Even though he gives us things to write down on the paper, he gives us that too. But he also embellishes um, his, his things that he got us. That's what I prayed. I said, Father, I said, I've got some stuff here. Some stuff that you give me that I'm going to read and talk about. But, Father, Lord, I want you to take control of that. And you speak through me anything that you want to speak. No matter what it's about, it doesn't matter who's in the house. It doesn't matter what's going on. I have to do, Eddie has to do, Pastor Chad has to do the will of the Father. And the Father told me today he, what he wanted in this message to know why he sent that baby boy at Christmas time. He wanted you to know that. Sometimes we, we think things, we think things are, we take things for granted in our lives. And we don't stop and we don't think about why he actually came this time of year. He didn't come so we could share Christmas presents. He come because he loves us. That God sent him down because he loves us. That's all I've got. I'm going to turn it over to Ryan. If anybody needs prayer for anything, I'll be glad to pray for you, but we're going to worship a little bit and uh, um, just let the Lord have his way. Today, as you go through the week, just uh, try to remember something about the message and uh, um, why God sent His Son, and, and figure out what applies to you to make the favorite thing, maybe or things that I didn't mention. Try to look them up in the Bible, and uh, uh, it's very fulfilling. And uh, uh, so, I just want you to urge you to to look more into this, and uh, I think you'll be very blessed. Um, so we'll just uh, close with a word of prayer. Jesus, Heavenly Father, Lord, we love you. We praise you, God. Lord, and I thank you for the word today, Father, Lord Jesus, that you give me, Lord God. And 
was able to share, Lord, with the with the congregation, Lord, that I love so much, Lord, and I just, uh, God, just let us just always know the real reason for the season, Father, Lord, and uh, and God, let us always remember how much you love us each and every day, and uh, that we can face tomorrow anything uh, that, that life can bring at us, Father God, because you live, Lord, and uh, um, just watch over us as we um, go home, Lord, or to travel to the church in Evansville, Lord, and just uh, let it be an anointed service over there, Father, Lord God, and I just love you, and I praise you in your precious name, and everybody said, amen.